Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This afternoon, CBS Sports Talk Radio, The Lion, 100.9 FM, 1380 AM, com for your stream. We're going to bring in one of the best, and that is Brian Davis. He is with Behind the Steel Curtain and also a fine football analyst for Gordy Sports. A little more on a beautiful Friday afternoon. Good to have you, Brian. It is great to be here, Coach Gordy. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, hey, we're in October now. The NFL is in full swing but the Steelers aren't in full swing this weekend. We'll talk about that. The state of Pennsylvania certainly has two contrasting situations. We have the Steelers undefeated, doing well, and then to the east there's a team called the Philadelphia Eagles, but we are going to stay in the positive. So go ahead and review this nice win you had over the Houston Texans last weekend, 28-21, as Coach Gordy called it for you. Well, yeah, you know, and I actually picked against the Steelers last week. I, I took a lot of guff, and I have no problem being wrong. I don't expect the Steelers to go 16-0 and like I know a lot of people do. Every single season, they want to forecast them as not losing a game. I'm realistic. I was just wrong about it. And the reason I was wrong about it is because Deshaun Watson is a fantastic quarterback. That guy's on an island, though. He really does not have a whole heck of a lot of help there. Uh, he came out passing like crazy, and he was looking really good against the Steelers as far as that goes. When they tried to go to the running game, they could get nothing. In fact, the Steelers have faced Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon, and David Johnson, three of the uh, best runners in the league over the last couple years, and they have completely shut those guys down. You cannot run on the Steelers. And coming out in the second half, they ran more. They continue to try to run against Pittsburgh. They also didn't have the luck that they had with the passing game, but uh, the Steelers were in a situation where they took the lead late in the, uh, the first half with 50 seconds left. The Texans run down the field just completely. They pass on them like crazy. Next thing you know, they score. Pittsburgh really only has about 20 seconds left. They can't really do anything to counter. They knelt on the ball. But they made great second-half adjustments. If the Texans don't run down and score like that that quickly, I don't know if they make the adjustments that they do. 
at halftime. And they did a fantastic job making those adjustments. Allowed zero points in the second half, Gordy. Ben Roethlisberger had two touchdown passes again. No interceptions, which is absolutely phenomenal. He's now at 7-1, seven, seven touchdowns, one interception on the season. You have James Conner going for the second week in a row with over 100 yards rushing. In fact, the Steelers are the only team in the NFL in 2020 to have a 100-yard rush, rusher in every single game of the young season. So that's, that's pretty good to get their running game back in the sink as well. Uh, James Conner did um, two weeks in a row. He had an opportunity to pick up big runs in the, uh, to uh, ice the game for the Steelers. Then they ended up kneeling on it. That's two more touchdowns and more yards that James Conner could have had statistically. But James Conner doesn't care about the statistics. The Steelers don't care about the statistics. They care about the W, and that's exactly what they got. It was a fine team win, bringing it together in the second half. Their preseason is now over because those are three games in. This team is ready to go and ready to get rolling, and we'll see what happens next week. Brian, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, where do you put the Steelers as a team right now? You know, I'm going to go conservative, and I'm going to say 7.5 right now. I'm going to say they're a good, solid team. Yes, and the arrow is definitely pointing upward, though. Yeah, it's very interesting. Again, year after year, most of the time, that arrow does point upward. Let's now, again, you are a man and a team without a game this weekend because of the postponement of Pittsburgh's game against Tennessee, and you're going to share, actually, we've had some more positive tests coming out of Tennessee. Yeah, two more players, uh, undisclosed as of so far as of who they are, but two more players tested positive. That, comes, that makes the total up to seven now. Seven Tennessee Titans over the course of the week. Now, for anybody that is, uh, is complaining about the fact that the NFL just shut this game off like that, you've got to understand they made it quite clear that it was all going to be based on positive tests. And each day you had another positive test coming out. On Tuesday you had the three. No, that's not including the personnel as well. Then you had another one on Wednesday, another one on Thursday, two more on Friday. So that's a situation where they, they knew what they were doing, they shut it down. My problem, a lot of people's problem, is the fact that the NFL really never officially put a protocol into place. They never put buffer weeks in, and this could really affect the Pittsburgh Steelers as far as their bye week. Their bye week is officially this week right now is what it seems to be. Let me rephrase that. Unofficially, their bye week is this week. I don't think they're going to get another bye week. There's a possibility if the Titans can't go again next week that they're, they're going to add, have to add some weeks onto the season. You really can't. Uh, they're really not talking forfeit right now, and the Steelers aren't really looking for a forfeit. If they have their druthers, they want to play the game. Now, a lot of the complaint is now that their bye week is here, what you're going to do is you're going to have a team that's going to have to play 13 straight games. And a lot of them are going to be on the road because the next two games are home games. So that will mean four straight home games for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that would mean they would only have four remaining going into the uh, 
excuse me, going into the uh, the second half of the season. So what's going to happen for the Steelers, though? They don't care. Um, Coach Tomlin said yesterday, I don't care about how many games we have to play in a row. We're here to play. If you go back to 2001 and the, tragedy, the tragedies of September 11th, you'll see that they played week one. The, the, the entire NFL was off on week two. Because there was only 31 teams, everybody had a bye week that year. So there were, there were teams, since there was uneven teams, there was a bye week every week of the season. So what you're, what you're going to see here in that situation that year, the Steelers had a bye week week three. So they had 21 days between games. They ended up going to the AFC Championship game that year, Gordy. So they ended up playing a total of 17 games in a row without a break. That team went 13-3 and and 1-1 and in the playoffs. They only lost two regular season games down the stretch and that final game against the Patriots. That was 2001. The Steelers are built to play every week. You can't tell a player that, look, you know, you're, you're in a situation that you have to have a week off. They don't care because they don't need that week off in their head. They're ready. They're warriors. They're ready to play every single week. It worries the fans a little bit more than it worries the players as far as that goes, Gordy. So right now they're preparing for your Philadelphia Eagles, and we'll see what happens next week. Brian, what are your thoughts as far as what's going on with Tennessee affecting the entire league? You know, that's really interesting to me, and I'm glad you asked that, Gordy, because I, uh, before I talk about Tennessee, I want to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders were in a situation where they had, I don't know whether it was a fundraising dinner or something like that where the players were there. There were very little masks uh, being used. John Gruden actually uh, let somebody that was unapproved sneak past security and go into the locker room. So, I mean, nothing has happened so far, but that's a scary thing of how negligence can really uh, affect the league. Now, the Tennessee Titans, we don't know what happened. We don't know who patient zero is in this case. The linebackers coach had it first. He was the first one to test positive. He tested positive before they left for Minnesota. Nobody so far has tested positive for the Minnesota Vikings in last week's game. So they're good as far as that goes. This is a situation where, you know what, you could wear a mask, you could follow the rules, and you could still find a way to come down with it with what you're touching. There's so many different things, and I'm not trying to get into that. But I don't want to claim that the Tennessee Titans were negligent because I just don't know how it happened. But as you can see how one gets it, it keeps on going and it spreads. And this might keep this might last. This might affect the the Tennessee Titans, and they it might affect next week's game for them as well. So we'll see what happens. It's not like a situation with the Miami Marlins and the St. Louis Cardinals, especially the Cardinals, where you had those guys out going to clubs and being negligent. So. I don't know what's ha- what has happened here, but it can very well be a situation that you can talk about any team in the United States, in the NFL, any team that could have this situation. Steelers fans are like, well, the, the, uh, the Titans are uh, negligent. They should, have a, they should just forfeit this game. No, you know what I mean? We don't know, and we can't just pin that on them. 
So what does Brian Davis do this Sunday without a game? Well, the AFC North has three fantastic 1 o'clock games, and I am really excited for it. And not just that, you have the Patriots playing the, the Chiefs as well. There are a lot of great games, but in the AFC North, you have, well, the one game's kind of a snoozer to me, but I'm going to pay attention to it because it's the Ravens. The Ravens coming off a loss, not going very far at all to play the the Washington football team. That's going to be an interesting game to watch, especially with Washington's defense. But the other games, Dallas and Cleveland and Cincinnati and Jacksonville are really two interesting games to watch. Cincinnati's coming on. They could be a very tough team down the stretch. They're not going to challenge for the division, but they could put a hurt on you and, and shock you any week, especially with that young Joe Burrow, who's absolutely fantastic. Look out for Cleveland in that running game against Dallas. I think that's a five-star matchup, believe it or not. I can't wait to watch that game. Of course, I'm going to be doing something that I never do and root for the Dallas Cowboys. That's really tough for me, but I'm going to have to do it this weekend, Gordy. Brian, enjoy your football this weekend, and so you know it is World Smile Day. World Smile Day. A novel idea to convey that friendliness with a smile. I'm going to have to get out the Sharpie and put a smile on my mask and just smile with my eyes, Gordy. (laughs) You take care. Always fun. Thanks. All right. Thanks, buddy.